Welcome, everybody, to our After the Sermon podcast. This is something new we've been trying, and uh, Nancy and I have been having a lot of fun. I hope those of you who've been listening to it have. Uh, But it's our opportunity to dive a little deeper into a little bit about what we talked about uh, during the sermon on Sunday. So uh, if you haven't subscribed to our podcast station, go ahead and do that and enjoy. So welcome, Nancy. Wonderful. Oh, good morning, Sue. It's always wonderful to connect with you. And I, and I, I like starting my Sunday mornings off with you. It is nice. It is nice. I come into the office and instead of just diving into work, I get to spend time with you. So this is a good start. Yeah, I I agree. And then for our listeners, um, Sue sends me her sermon on like Thursdays and I read through it and that allows me time to like, who, what are my questions? So um, my questions are kind of born from the wonderful um, uh, words that that Sue offers. Um, and then, and then what I get to do is listen to it at 10 o'clock when it's live streaming. So it's fun. Cool. So Sue, let's go, let's just get into it. Um, you've been inviting us through Lent to kind of just like pause and breathe. Yes. And today's sermon is, is in keeping with that. What I was intrigued with is the stories at the top and, 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 and the end. The top was around when Jesus visited Mary and Mar- Martha. Um, and Martha got busy tending to, right? And yes. Mary, you know, sat and connected, you know, with, with Jesus. But, but at the end, um, then this is what got me curious and why I wanted to ask you. There's this notion of we have to kind of pause sometimes to, to separate our doing what is necessary for life and doing what is necessary, let me get this correct, doing what is necessary in life to do, like take out the garbage, feed the kids, you know, whatnot. Yeah. But then there's the thing that's necessary for life. So help me understand why it's, it's important to separate the, what we need to do, you know, in life and what we need to do for life. Yeah, I think that uh, we get caught up in our daily routines. We get caught up in all those things that are important. Um, You know, going to work, working on projects, going to the store, taking the kids to the ball game, you know, whatever it may be. And and these things can still be very meaningful to us. Uh, Like me, I love my work. I love my job. I I look forward to, to going to work every day. But sometimes we get so caught up in those things that we forget what life is about. Uh, life becomes about getting that next project done or getting that task done or framing in more things during the day than we really have time to do because there's all these things that are important, but we lose track, we lose connection with what is really important in life, which is connection. It's it's connecting with God. It's it's connecting with our families, our friends. It's connecting with nature. Uh, so, you know, it's it's important to, to go to work. 
I, I wish we nobody had to work unless they wanted to and just food would magically appear on the table and a roof would magically appear over our heads. That's not the world we live in. So there are things that we have to do, whether we love them or not. But those can't become the sum total of our reason for living. So that's why I think it's important to separate what's what's necessary, what's you know, what what we have to do to live and to to continue to be productive and, and have meaningful lives, but you still got to take time to connect. You can't forget that ultimately our purpose in life is to connect with others and be a source of, of hope and, and healing and, and love and acceptance for others. And if we're too busy running around, you know, like a, a hamster on a wheel, getting all this other stuff done, then we aren't taking the time to connect. Thank you for that. It's interesting. Apple TV has a new series out right now called The Reluctant Traveler. And the, and now I forget the actor. He's the guy on, um, what was that series? They were in a hotel um, that won all the awards. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Oh, okay. um, anyway. I get away with her. Um, not that one, but anyway, um, so the first place he travels to is Finland, the happy, you know, the people where, you know, the happiest country in the world. And he's trying all these finished, finished things, blah, 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 blah. And at one point he, he says, you know, you know, to his guests, it's like, don't you ever get stressed out? And what do you do if you get stressed out? And they're like, well, every once in a while we might get stressed out, but what we do is we go into the forest and hug a tree. And when you hug a tree, your stress disappears. And and they're serious about that. Yes. Like some of our colleagues, um, I actually have colleagues in Finland and I, I speak with them almost weekly. And they when they when they say they're gonna go hug a tree, it is true. <laughs> You know, and there's something to that. I mean, that's what this whole stop and breathe thing is about, that when you breathe and you take those deep breaths, your stress melts away. And in order to stop and take deep breaths, you actually have to stop. You have to stop all the stuff, other stuff that you're doing. You have to pause. You have to take a break to be able to breathe and get that benefit from that. And so what I'm talking about in the sermon this week is with that stopping and taking a deep breath, part of that, make part of that, connecting with others. You know, connecting with what's most important in life, which is our relationships with, again, with God, with self, with others, with creation. Those four. But you got to stop to do it. God, self, others, creation. Yes. Yes. I love that. I, we've been living in a snow globe again here in Minnesota, and I just embraced it yesterday. I'm like, I'm not going out. I don't need to go out. I lit my candles. And it was so great because about every hour, one of my friends called. So I was just, you know, talking to several of my friends yesterday and honoring their shifts. They're like, I've got an update, you know, so the things that are, you could put in the challenge bucket because um, no one's exempt, 
Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was able to like fully listen, right? I'm looking at the snow, I'm walking around my beautiful home, I'm listening to my friends, and I'm just celebrating that they made forward movement, you know, on the current challenges. And so I, I went to bed last night feeling very filled up. Nice. And I think I was doing all four, right? I was catching it for myself because I was quiet. I was connecting to nature because I was just kind of loving up the snow. Yeah. I didn't have to shovel it. There wasn't anything I had to do. I was connecting with my friends. And then I just kind of, you know, patted around in my slippers, you know, asking God for a little help here and there. And that's that's what we have to take time to do. Um, one of the things I've been doing right now, the, the Sandhill Crane migration is coming through Nebraska at this time. And we're maybe a, a week or two away from peak where you might have six to 700,000 of these Sandhill Cranes funneling through a very narrow spot of about 100 miles. Well, actually, probably closer to 50 miles here in Nebraska. And so I'll just grab my camera and I will get in the car and I will just go out and, you know, sometimes I'm picking up my camera and taking pictures. And sometimes I'm just sitting in the car and in the car because it's cold and windy, uh, but in the car, just enjoying watching them yeah. uh, and, and being grateful and being grateful for, you know, for the wonderful experience I'm having in creation, being grateful for the God who's made that possible. Um, you know, for, for myself, it's that time to pause and breathe. Now, connecting with others, I'd say at the most I'm doing right now is being grateful for my spouse for, for letting me go off without her and, and do that. Um, but it's that time when I take that time for that. I'm, I'm not just taking pictures. I'm also just, I'm spending some time reflecting on my life. I'm, I'm thinking about what's most important. Uh, and for me, who's something of a, of a workaholic and an overachiever, it's hard sometimes to take that time to do that. And so one of the things I've actually been doing last week and this week, um, I'm a little behind on taking some of my days off, um, not an uncommon thing. And I'm bumping up, up against my accrual cap for vacation. So I've been putting in every, last week and this week an extra vacation day and an extra day off to kind of catch up which means I'm not work. I, I can't do everything that I always do when I work. Um, you know, usually it's like, okay, we have a vacation day. It's one less day to do everything else I was planning on doing. You take two extra days off. You can't do that. It forces you to say, okay, what's the most important thing for me to be doing during my work hours this week? And what is not that important? You know, what can wait or what doesn't need to be done or what can I hand off to, someone else. And so I have last week and this week built in intentional pauses and breathing space. Mm -hmm. And I've already found that it's been incredibly helpful for me in figuring out what's most important for me to be doing in my work when I come back and in my relationships and things. So um, yeah, you have to be intentional about these things. They don't happen by accident. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. So that leads me to my next question, because <laughs> aren't we supposed to be 
bringing kind of the essence, I'll say our connected, our connectedness to God into our doingness. It's kind of like, you know, when you go to yoga class and the whole point of the yoga class is to remember how to be off the mat, not just be that way in the mat, probably similar to, to going to church, right? Don't yeah. just be that person for an hour on Sunday, but be that person yes. throughout the week. So what's, what's the, what's the math there? What's the, what's the secret sauce of that integration? Well, it's kind of like yoga. You go to a yoga class to practice these things with other people and to learn how to do them. And yes, Sunday morning is like that. Um, and these moments that we create for ourselves to pause and breathe are like that too, if we're so busy doing things that we aren't paying attention to our connectedness and we aren't paying attention to what's most important, then we're not going to do any better at focusing on what's important. So yeah, we have to stop. We have to practice. And then yes, that hopefully that's the intent is that, that, that transfers over into the other aspects of our lives. I tell a story during the sermon about this, this one man who um, was always traveling for work and um, says his family was the most important thing, but the way he was using his time did not show that. It actually showed that something else was more important. And when he rearranged his priorities as a result of that reflection, he became more connected with his family, more grounded in himself, but other people noticed that as well. And he began to find ways to connect with others and bring some, some brightness and some peace and some hope into other people's lives too. So that's the hope is that what we practice in those moments changes us in ways that are noticeable in the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. Um, so my last question for you today is kind of on that same kind of vein, but it's kind of like our faith has us, you know, trusting that Christ is always with us. Mm -hmm. Kind of no, no matter what we're doing or how busy, busy we are. Right. Right. And so, um, How do we, how do we either, you know, connect, connect into that Christ-like consciousness that we all have in our, in our, when quite frankly, we just have to get stuff done right now. And sometimes we do, you know, we, I think we all have those crunch moments and periods and seasons in our lives where there's just a lot to do and we've got to get it done. The you know, first couple months of the year are always that way for me. End of the year stuff for church, getting ready for land, annual meeting for the church, you know, just a whole bunch of stuff. It's it's crunch time for me and I just got to get stuff done. Well, first of all, I think it's still important to even just take, you know, one minute breaks. We can all do that. We can all take a one minute break every now and then and breathe and ask ourselves, am I doing the most important thing? Because sometimes in that crunch time when there's stuff to be done, we aren't always doing the most important thing. Sometimes there's things that 
we think is important that really don't need to be done. So we can all take a minute or two or even five, be generous, and, and ask ourselves that question and stop and breathe. When we do that, we also tune into Christ within us and Christ around us. And we, we can literally ask that question, where is Christ in this moment? Because Christ is always there. Where is Christ in this moment? Where is Christ leading me in this moment? Where do I see Christ in those around me? So a lot of it really is reminding ourselves to ask those questions. By asking the questions, we're going to be better able to tune into to Christ who is all around us and always present. But again, if we're just on that hamster wheel and, and running and getting things done and not pausing, then we're going to miss a lot. We're going to miss what Christ is telling us and where Christ is and what Christ is doing and how we can be connected. I love that. Oh, Sue, thank you so much. I always enjoy, you know, just digging into your sermons a little bit more and exploring, you know, a few questions that we have. And I hope our, our listeners, you know, feel the same. I hope so, too. And uh, we post these on our podcast. We also post them on our Facebook page for the church. And if anyone else has any feedback or comments or wants to have a conversation, post it there, post it on Facebook. And uh, I'll be reading it and I'll, I'll engage with you. I'll connect with you. So thank you, Nancy. I always appreciate this as well. And uh, I look forward to seeing everybody next week for the next drop of our After the Sermon Conversations. Thank you, Sue. And enjoy this special time of year taking pictures of the Sandhill Cranes. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us at First Presbyterian Church where faith is nurtured, curiosity encouraged, diversity welcomed, and all are loved. Find out more about us at fpclincoln.org.